You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bramberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. I'm here with Jillian Music, my partner at Outlines and co-founder of both Moz and Bread Approved. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hi, Jillian. It's the holiday season. So what are we going to look at today? Um, besides jingle bells and snow and all of that kind of thing? It doesn't snow in the Pacific. Well, it does in the mountains. That's right, for the skiers. But go, carry on. That's right. <laughs> and certainly not in the Southern Hemisphere at this time of year. Yeah, let's take a look back at some of our most popular uh, episodes from this year. There's one batch that I was uh, looking at that have to do with essentially founders and how founders can make a company thrive. And uh, the first one was how to build a perfect founder. Oh, yes. That was a wonderful show. Do we have excerpts from that today? We do. Let's listen in. Hello, Anne. What's on your mind today? Hi, Jillian. I'm thinking about what CEOs must do in August. Oh, yeah. We have a recurring episode uh, theme on CEO Coach. Our listeners must put at the top of their list in any given month, right? So we've got January through July. Uh, What's on the agenda for August? Get out of Dodge. I love it. (laughs) Fly the coop. Take a vacation. Take a break from running your company. Unplug your laptop and recharge yourself. So Bill Gates famously takes two weeks off every year to read books, many books on many different topics. He takes no calls and no meetings. That's right. That's right. He says he uh, this time is his time to consider what's next. And even after he left Microsoft and turned his attention to supporting the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, I understand he continues the practice. So, Anne, why is this complete isolation so productive? 
Well, Gates says 14 days of focused absorption delivers new insights, much more than he'd gained from the few pages each night before falling asleep. But Jillian, we were talking about taking a vacation. Is what Gates talking about actually not work? Well, it is and it isn't. I'd say Gates's practice of taking two weeks of solitude annually and filling that time alone with kind of this wide range of re- you know reading, uh, coupled with contemplation, so on, it certainly contributes to f- more far-reaching achievements at work. But on the flip side, I think what we're really talking about here is not only a vacation, which has this connotations of frivolous activity, drinking, dancing, playing at the beach, whatever. We're really talking about taking a break from the usual routine to experience something different. And there's a real difference in those two notions, uh, something I'd like to kind of get into more deeply. You have a point. I vacationed recently for 21 days without opening my laptop. I know. I was so proud of you. (laughs) Other than to back up photos, of course, (laughs) in case I lost my camera phone. Instead, I found myself delving into learning about 15th century Florence, Italy, and the Medici family, which I'd known little about and indeed had no idea I wanted to know until I got there. I can totally understand that. You just kind of fell in rear end backwards. But you did come back with extraordinary insights. And it was a great vacation for the mind. Yeah. So, on another level, priests in training receive advice to take one hour a day for themselves, one day a week for themselves, and once a month go stay overnight somewhere else, even if only in a cheap motel. Besides self-care... It's about taking a break from the usual to experience the unusual. Experiencing the unusual brings perspective. And that, I think, is really what we're talking about today. So at Moz, for example, we have this paid vacation. Everybody does, really, right? Mazers get time off, of course. But those who take it and do not, I mean, really do no business during the entire time they're away from the office, they get a bonus of up to several thousand dollars. And the idea is to encourage the team members not to do a staycation, but to really get out of their usual surroundings, do unusual things, as we've been talking about, and then experience life that is different from what they experience while they're working. It's about making life itself broader, right? And it's better for the individual, I get that. But I'm sure it's no surprise to anyone here that having team members working on your projects who have broader experiences of life, the planet, activities, sights, sounds, and so on, are more productive, engaged, physically and mentally healthy, and bring more valuable perspective to their thoughts, their input, and their work. Right? I mean, it's, you know, in other words, Moz is, what Moz does is providing wonderful personal perks, right? But it's reaping the benefits that far outweigh by having more valuable team members. Doing well by doing good. Where have we heard that before? <laughs> oh, right. oh, right. It's our, in our own business and the business uh, that we help to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. We talk about it all the time. The point here is we all need to take a break from the usual to perform at our peak. Our brains need time to sort out input decisions, and insights so that we can make orderly sense of our thoughts. Our bodies need to relax. Our spirits need to replenish and refresh. 
Yes, and most importantly for our business success, since that's what we're focused on, we need to see familiar things in unfamiliar ways. Time away provides us the ability to do that. Um, in the northern hemisphere, at least, you know, August is, you know, might as well be that time. In France, for example, you were pointing out this morning, Anne, uh, you know, all of Paris and indeed most of the country just shuts down, you know, as uh, many tourists have discovered sometimes in their disappointment. Uh, in the U.S., though, we get far less vacation time than any other industrialized nations, commonly two to three weeks at the most. So, indeed, the U.S. is the only advanced economy in the world with no national vacation policy. We did try once. President William Howard Taft, in 1910, proposed two to three months of paid vacation time He's my for new best friend. <laughs> all American workers. This was in the middle of what truly was a gilded age of progressive thinking. Of course, it went nowhere. Right. In the 1950s, it was common for blue-collar and white-collar workers in city locations to take a standard two-week vacation every year. Two weeks. I remember that growing up. Me too. The whole family packed up and went somewhere, camping, to fancy holidays on beaches. Depending on the income level, everyone pretty much did the same thing. Right. By 1975, the U.S. Travel Association reports that the average family vacation lasted one week. By 75 already. That yeah, surprises 20 years. me. Wow. Yeah. In 2010, that week had shrunk to just 3.8 days. No more than a long weekend. Oh, that's... That's and, really sad, actually. Okay. Yeah. And, so that's 2010. And then right. there, are, there are many ramifications beyond having people get a rest mm -hmm. uh, and refresh. Um, in 2014, American workers left 577 vacation days unused. Now, that creates a very large liability for the employers should those employees want to cash out. Absolutely. So that's 577. It's literally over a year. Is that like per person, per company? This is average per company, right? Yeah. This is huge. Yeah. Right. And furthermore, it leaves a lot of unrealized income for travel and hospitality sectors, which is Absolutely. a significant portion of our economy. Yes, it is, actually. It's huge. Yeah. In small, even fast-growing businesses, in our experience, not much happens in August anyway. <laughs> Contracts drag on and on. Deals, too, because guess what? Your customers, funding sources, suppliers, they're on vacation, too. <laughs> that is absolutely true. We're going to have to take a break from our sponsors. We come back, we'll talk about the benefits of downtime, personal and corporate. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. 
Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now at cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. And you talk a lot about assets and attributes of successful entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised to hear that there are hundreds of takes on desirable and effective leadership traits all over the media? And that's only this year? Actually, yes. Hundreds? Really? <laughs> well, that be a little hyperbole, but I've called a few from uh, some of our favorite sources that we go to a lot, First Round Review, Fast Company, and Techstars. Yeah, good guys. So we have a link to the Fast Company page. Uh, we're going to put that in our Facebook page. Yes, right? we are. Okay, facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. So CEO Coach Podcast. No underscores, lines, or anything facebook.com so uh, go check it out pick up the link check out the articles we're going to discuss and certainly you know hit the like button so we know you're out there tell us what you'd like to hear on the show we'll try to get the folks on here that you'd like to hear from and about okay so hundreds of ideas really okay hundreds of ideas it it sounds like one would be able to find some patterns at least you know in all these articles and get a better sense of what you know is most likely to help you succeed if you're the ceo or how to identify the most effective traits in the teams you're investing in if you're an angel or maybe even how to best select your successor if you're a family-owned business and you're thinking about those issues of legacy in other words who will you groom to succeed you when you're ready to retire so these are issues that actually will face founders in the long run as well. Let's review what assets and attributes are, shall we? I mean, we do this a lot, I know. But for those who haven't listened to all the other shows, right, an asset is something you have or can acquire. So skills, knowledge, degrees, uh, connections to mentor of small or great value, uh, material goods or wealth, access to investment, all of these are assets. They can be acquired and they can be lost. An attribute is a piece of the nature of a person, uh, whether you're introverted or extroverted, humble or a braggart, high or low risk tolerance, a good listener, a patient manager, a thorough researcher, a visual or auditory learner, a charismatic leader, director, all of these things and many others are attributes of a person. Collectively, the attributes tell you kind of the metal of the person that you are or that you're dealing with. 
So now that we have a handle on our terminology, okay. let's take a look at what the experts are saying about this subject. Mm-hmm. According to Molly Graham, whom we've spoken about before. Right. Uh, first round review, right? Right. From okay. First round review. 80% of your culture will be defined by your core leaders. Now, that makes a heck of a lot of sense to me. Absolutely. And, core leaders, in other words, founders. Culture comes from the top down. Yep. Okay. And culture, as Peter Drucker has often said, trumps everything. Indeed. Each okay. strategy for breakfast. <laughs> right. Point seated. Yes. All right. Next. Okay. So the leadership qualities of your founders and CEOs have everything to do with your success or failure. These assets and attributes are the foundation on which you will build your company. Okay. So I see that again and again in investors as well. They say you invest in teams. You almost don't worry about anything else. If the team cannot take you to the finish line, regardless of what other attributes there are about the idea, you don't have a team that can take you to the finish line, so don't bother. So I would agree, it is critical in order for you to get investment because investors are increasingly more savvy. You're not going to find foolhardy people quite as easily as you might have in, say, 97 or 98. Oh, the glory days. The glory days, exactly, <laughs> when any foolish idea could be funded, right? But some brilliant ideas were also funded. So, all right. So for the benefit of investors, mm-hmm. advisors, brilliant contributors considering where they want to work next, And for the edification of the CEOs themselves, let's build our perfect bear er, founder. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) All right. We're going to build bears, founders, founder bears. Okay, founder bears. I don't know. There's a company in there somewhere. All right. Kind of like bobbleheads. Nah, no, no. <laughs> bobblehead right. bears, founder bears, bobblehead founder. I don't think so. Yeah, I so. All right. right. So, what are the basics? What's the first shot? The basics are what you would call attributes. Okay. They are character characteristics. I know that sounds terrible, but they are elements of character, and they matter: integrity, responsibility, forgiveness, and compassion. Now, I know this begins to sound a little like a sermonette, but these things well, matter. Okay, so it bears repeating. Integrity. That's about the authenticity of who you are, what you do, when you say it, you mean it, that sort of thing. Integrity. The second is responsibility. I would totally agree. It isn't about the brilliant idea. It's about showing up. Because those brilliant ideas, I say so often, they're, they're born a, you know, a dozen a day. They graduate a dime every day at, at, out of colleges and universities if you don't show up. That's the killer piece. So responsibility. The second one is around forgiveness. That's intriguing. So forgiveness of imperfection, I should think, is the big thing. First, yourself, and second, others. And I find a lot of founders who cannot forgive themselves for mistakes, and they're constantly, oh, I was so stupid. about it. So it is a total waste of time to sit and second-guess yourself, get on with a solution. Isn't forgiveness okay. an important component of resilience? The ability to deal and move on. Correct. To deal is not to forget. So you forgive, you don't forget, you learn. So, you know, please don't forget what the error was so that you can make it better later. And, of course, that's what this show is about, right? All the mistakes we ever made so you don't have to make them, right? Okay. And that's why we're going to have a lot more episodes. There you go. we're not uh, done yet. And the last one is compassion. I would say perhaps more empathy, but I get where they're coming from. Empathy has to do with being able to walk in another person's shoes. I think that would be a critical element of a founder. If you can't do that, you really can't walk 
how to say, you cannot work well with the first people who come in, your key employees at the first or at the later stages, as well as the entire employee base, never mind your customers. If you can't figure out what's in their heads, you're going to have a hard time marketing anything to them. Okay. So uh, Fast Company's Lydia Dishman highlighted these basic character traits. And we all know when we see CEOs lacking in any one of these critical humanist areas, Mm-hmm. Confidence in the company and inside the company dives, investors yep. flee, and employee performance plunges. <laughs> no surprises there. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not making this up. All right. This is not just psychology talk. There are hard numbers behind I this love now. Numbers. We love our numbers. <laughs> yes. It is. This was done by a leadership consulting firm called KRW's International. Okay. They asked 8,500 employees at 84 U.S. companies to rate their CEO's character and then compared the ratings to company performance. Mm -hmm. And here's what they found. CEOs whose characters were highly rated by employees had an average return on assets of 9.35% over a two-year period. Well, it's almost 10% over two years, which is pretty damn good, especially in today's environment here in the States. Furthermore, it was almost five times as much as the companies which had CEOs with low scores where the return on assets averaged just 1.93%, less than 2%. So less than 2% return on average, you can get that stuff in a bank. I mean, yeah, really. even a T-bill. <laughs> exactly. Well, barely. But seriously, that's the kind of thing you can invest in is... I mean, the risk tolerance just doesn't, the you know, risk-reward factor just doesn't play out. So I think that's huge. Again, 9.35% versus 1.93%. We're going to let our sponsors take a few minutes and speak about their customers, speak to the folks who are listening in. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising, or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at wmetraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. 
synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Jillian, how are you this wonderful Monday? I'm doing great, Anne, and I'm giving away my Legos. What? <laughs> I'm giving away my Legos. <laughs> now, I know that Legos are a very, very popular toy with children and the young at heart. But mm-hmm. whatever do you mean? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about this concept of giving away your Legos. We found a wonderful article at, let's see, it was at first round. The article is written by Molly Graham. Well, actually, no, it's about her, really. Molly Graham was uh, had a team at Google, and it went from 25 people to 125 in just one nine months. So we're talking about hyper growth. She stayed at Google for over four years, and that company during that time went from 500 employees serving 80 million users to 5,500, 5,500, so 5,500 employees and over 1.1 billion users. Yeah, that was that was the phenomenal growth of fa- of Facebook that was so extraordinary. So Molly really does have her chops in this department. That's right, at Google and at Facebook. So she was at Facebook for four and a half years, I think, or a little bit more, and just under a year at Google. And in both cases, she experienced this kind of hyper growth in terms of the number of employees who were there and the number of people that the company was serving. Now, I think she's also the COO of productivity uh, tool startup, right? Equip, right. And she's now laying the groundwork for her team to grow and catering to a customer base of startups that is also growing very quickly. So um, they call it in the article, they have the pedal to the metal. (laughs) Okay, I like that. So the point is that her job over at Facebook was to sort out culture, compensation, and performance systems that help make that kind of thing possible, uh, that kind of growth possible. It's a really hard thing to do. And she came up with this concept that says you have to give away your Legos. And I like the way she expressed it. You know, success is determined by your ability to let go and give away the things that you are not just comfortable with but happy with every few months sometimes and sometimes every few weeks. It's a a dizzying pace of growth. And there is this comfort thing that gets into your mind about what it is that you do, right? The human likes repetition. You and I talk about that a lot in marketing, right? Yep. That that we all have this sense of, you know, uh, what is it, uh, reading good night moon at night to your children, right? They want to hear it 7,000 times and more. And if I say that at a conference, you know, when I talk about that sort of thing, everybody in the audience who has kids laughs. They know exactly what I'm talking about. The kid wants the same book every night. Why? And the answer is because we are comfortable with what we know. We're comfortable with repetition and the orderly and organization of, you know, this, of our day that is morning and night. We like that sense of comfort and we don't grow out of it. So specifically, people who travel, right? It's all about breakfast. Yep. 
after you've had a breakfast that you're accustomed to, then you could do whatever it is you want for the rest of the day. You can experience new things. You can taste new things. It's all really cool. But at breakfast, you really want that comfort food. Indeed. Okay. So how does that connect with business? And well, pants, and Legos. <laughs> and Legos, right. I mean, Legos are a little thing. bit like that too, right? They're our toys, we like them. We're comfortable with them. We know what we're building with them. There are stuff we don't want to give them away. It's and not just comfort. It's joy. So when a company is scaling, it seems to me that comfort is not something that one can expect. It's not your friend. That's right. right. And that's why there are so few relative to the population on the planet, so few truly successful entrepreneurs and even fewer are serial entrepreneurs. They do it again. It's an unusual mindset for the human race. The human race enjoys repetition. It is comfortable with repetition, and it wants it again and again. So doing this entrepreneurial thing that says the concept for, or the, the premise for success is that you will constantly do things that you never did before, that you are uncomfortable doing, and you must give away your toys, if you will, these tasks that you have become comfortable with, even only the last few days or weeks, right? As soon as you get good at it, you must give it away, and then you must trust somebody else to do it as well as you did. There are two things at play here that make it so difficult to grow, especially at a very fast rate. And this is what cuts the wheat from the chaff. This is what cuts the winners from the losers. Right? right at the point where a small idea is about to grow and become extraordinarily large, that's when the founders fall apart. And you and I have seen it again and again, and it's called founderitis. You betcha. So that's what giving away your Legos is all about. If you become comfortable with a particular job, you become good at it. And if you want to do it again, that's great. But here's the thing. When a company is newly formed, there's usually just the founders. Right, you, you don't usually get out of the gate with all the money intact and you get a full team. You'll get somewhere between one and three or four people working on an idea and then you'll get a few more and so on and so forth. Now, the founder or founder group, whichever, a few of them, right, will be doing everything. So they're going to be developing their own little website and they, and they decide, oh, it's going to be the color is maroon and it's just perfect, the right color maroon. Because while you're sitting there wiggling around whether or not it's a little too fire engine red or a little too dark uh, purpley maroon, your mind is at ease. You're not focusing on what you really should be worrying about. Like, did we launch this website and did we get it to enough people? So, you know, did we market enough? Did we write enough content and so on and so forth, right? You're worrying about the color of the maroon on the homepage and the width of the line that that maroon color is in, right? What I'm saying is there's comfort in not looking at the real problems. And, and are you then saying you have to step outside your comfort zone? Exactly. Of course you do. And every entrepreneur knows it. Every entrepreneur will slip into it, whether it is wiggling about particular elements of an algorithm they're building for their software, or whether it is playing with the color of the, you know, website on this particular little image, or whether it's designing something else, you know, that, that you're creating in a 3D product. It, it doesn't matter. There will be something that you do that just calms your mind and it gives you a break. And I'm saying, that's okay. Just don't wallow in it. 
and wallowing in it is a constant problem for CEOs. They devolve into it because the rest of what they're doing is fearful. And that, as I said, cuts the wheat from the chaff. Those that can say, all right, I'll allow myself 10 minutes to play with this. That was fun. Now, let's get back to work. Those that can break out of it and say, enough, really do succeed. Those who don't will not move their companies forward. And you know, if you're listening, what it is that you indulge in that is, if you will, playing with your Legos. That's the concept. Now, giving away your Legos is even more important. It isn't just that you have to stop playing with them. You have to give them away entirely. And that's about the job that you do. In the beginning, you do all jobs. At some point, you must say somebody else has to now take care of the books and somebody else has to go and uh, manage the office and somebody else has to actually build the product, uh, be my technology officer. I can no longer wiggle in that thing. My job is to get out there and be the face of the company or the other way around. Somebody else has to go out and make all those speeches and have all that fun at conferences and so on, being the front face of the company. And I've got to go do something else. You have to know what it is you must give away. That's it for this Monday at CEO Coach during this lovely holiday season. We'd like to thank our producers at Cranberry Radio for their support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach. You can find us at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. And you can find out uh, find links and more to the things we discuss on Facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach Podcast. We'd like to take a moment to wish entrepreneurs around the world a very happy holiday season and a prosperous new year. Wait, there you go. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.